The following presentation is brought to you by the Realm Network. The opinions expressed in the Rough House podcast do not necessarily reflect those of the WWE, Lucha Underground, Impact Wrestling, Ring of Honor, GFW, are they even still a thing? MCW Pro Wrestling, CZW, Nads Flappy Sack, Marvel Studios, Kellogg's, Frisky's Cat Food, Ted Turner, Jameson Irish Whiskey, Fruit of the Loom, Hershey's, Samsung, Amblin Entertainment, Groundskeeper Willie, or the cast and crew of The Walking Dead. Since the dawn of mankind, those in professional wrestling have turned to the Pro Wrestling Podcast to gain insight into how to do their jobs, how to create angles, develop new characters, and create fiery feuds with which to capture an audience's attention. What better group of individuals than basement dwellers on internet-purchased microphones to guide the hand of a multi-million dollar industry? We're proud to present one such podcast, courtesy of the Realm Network, here at the Rough House, where black people and white people watch wrestling. And Hispanic people, too. And all people. Hey everybody, welcome hey. to another exciting episode of the Rough House Podcast, recorded fresh and early on a Sunday morn. We hope you enjoyed the Patreon-exclusive free sample episode, yeah. Somebody Let Us Wrestle, third edition, my time in the AWL, a limited run with a pretty piss-poor end because of my inability to wrestle or listen or understand wrestling terms. If you enjoyed that podcast uh well all you got to do subscribe to our patreon page mm-hmm. and uh christoph what is that patreon page it is patreon.com slash the roughhouse podcast and in order to access those special episodes all you have to do is donate or not donate but become a donor or a patron rather for at least at least a dollar a month that's the minimum we're asking for is a buck that's a month. it just some people buck. are doing five some people are doing 10 some are doing 25 we appreciate everybody at their various levels and we're working on some more incentives for the higher um, patron levels as well. So things are in the works. Included but not limited to limited edition T-shirts, appearances yeah. at your home or business. Yes. And if your ha- name happens to rhyme with Flan on Flan, butt eatings. That's right. <laughs> if you happen to be a dark and lovely mistress just south of the Mason-Dixon, know that should you pay a particular amount of money, and by particular I mean any amount of money, we're going to make our way down <laughs> South 95 and snack on that back end. By the way, snack on do, that back. Do, we, do we discuss the logo and stuff that was made, or is that kind of off the grid for now? No, let, let's go for it. Let's, let's, let's get this going. Dude, so. the, thir- the 538 legitimately stepped up with probably one of the coolest logos I've seen for an offer that was made for us. And I, and I will put the logo out on the Twitter and the Facebook so everybody can see it. So when we first started the Patreon, we were just, you know, um, talking about ideas of things, of, of incentives, as, as we were just discussing. But, um, you know, Justin brought up the point of doing a, a private podcast in your house. In your house. Ah, ah, ah. So we've finally gotten uh, a couple offers. We have one confirmed, and uh, I have another one to talk to you about. Um, so it looks like Fastlane, we're going to be uh, doing a private podcast for uh, Dolph Ziggler superfan uh, Josh Weber and uh, RJ and his crew over at their place. So uh, that's for Fastlane. 
And then we're working on something else, uh, I think, after WrestleMania. But for, you know, and, and this is all negotiable. If you want uh, Justin and I to come over to your house and do a live podcast with you, and you can certainly uh, join us. I hope you do to have a different voice on. It would be great. Um, so we'll, we'll come over and talk about wrestling. And um, if time permits, uh, stay and watch the pay-per-view. I'm pretty much a lock to stay and watch the pay-per-view. Justin uh, is very important, has a very uh, important job that he has to get up butt crack early for. So, so that's kind of up for uh, up for debate and negotiation. But so that's that's the uh, that's the deal. So I threw it out on Twitter um, for anybody deep in the uh, Photoshop game to uh, slide into my DMs. And uh, Zach Egolf, my hero... We it was Justin sent me the classic WWF in your house logo and said, Could we do something with this? So I sent it to Zach. Zach comes back. Uh Zach comes back with uh with what we what we asked for, and I'm looking at it and I love it. And I sent it to Justin and he loves it. And I'm looking at it and I was like, I feel like we're missing an opportunity to make it more our own. So I asked if we could change the O in house to a penny. As in Penny T, as in one of the, exactly. the classic roughhouse, uh, roughhouse jokes here. Hi, so, Dan. <laughs> so he comes back to me with the uh, the the O turned into a penny. And did you zoom in on the penny at all, my friend? No, I didn't zoom in on the penny. Uh, it's still Lincoln. The year is 2012, which uh, I think is as close to the year we uh, started this thing as possible. And yeah. at the top, it says, "In Lucha We Trust." Oh, oh, buddy, buddy, right there. You did it was a good beautiful, job. beautiful. But not work. only not only that, he changed the U in in your house to a cup of tea. So it's H Penny T S E. It is mwah. Mwah. it is mwah. superb, mwah. superb. I'll tweet it out uh, as I post the episode. But if you guys are interested in um, having Justin and I over to your house to do a podcast and hang out and eat your pizza rolls and drink your yes. Moscow mules, then we will <laughs> we will negotiate a deal in which to do so. I will bring beer, and by that I mean a beer. I will bring one single beer <laughs> that no one could have, and it will be a Bud Light, and it will be room temperature. So don't expect <laughs> us to bring anything other than our recording equipment. Our fantastic wit. And maybe, Chris, because I just forwarded it to you, maybe we'll let people take a private, not to be copied, not to be handed off, limited viewing of the SGW Bible. Maybe we'll bring Mm. that with us. We'll let people read about the the history of Stinky Carl, the burglars. How about head wound Denver Skipson, blue collar Tony Zeno. (laughs) I don't even remember him. Oh, he was he was real deep cut. He was sort of like their Mojo Raleigh. Jungle Tyler Green, Bobby Grimm, uh-huh. race car Ray Schiff could be scooting into your house with the SGW Bible. Double we're thinking Harris about. Mulaney. Oh my god, dude. The the King's stable all consisting of uh Bear Trap Kenny Snubs, the Sculpture, the Russian, the uh-huh. Mountain, Rugged Butch Stomp. Uh-huh. What about um Oh, what about the Strummers? Back porch, Ricky Pickens, and Dirt Road Dusty Six String. One of my favorites is the Mexican Jose Taco. And people sleep on the the tag team of Party Time, the alcoholic (laughs) Jim Daniels, and Vacation Tony Breeze. (laughs) Two of the best. Two of the best to ever do. That's where Tyler Breeze got his name. That's what Tony Vacation Tony Breeze is basically Cowboy Bob Orton to Tyler Breeze's Randy Orton. Right. (laughs) Tyler Breeze's dad is Vacation Tony Breeze. The alcoholic Jim Daniels, looking at you, Brian Danielson, that was his oh, uncle. R.I.P. R.I.P. Rest in peace, guys. Good people. So, hey, before we get into, um, <coughs> we're, about a, we're, we're a week removed 
from the Royal Rumble. Yes, yeah, follow up Raw, follow up SmackDown. A lot of news. Some good, some bad, some tragic. Yeah. Um, let's start with what you uh, referenced inside of the penny. Lucha Underground. Yes. News. Uh, it good. Some good. Light good. It's moved to Netflix. That's uh, good. For that's old good. seasons, if you want to watch it. The first two cool. seasons will be on Netflix, I believe, next. Although I, I've yet to see an official press release from Lucha Underground. So I'm like 95% sure this is going to happen. Everybody's reporting it. Meltzer said it, and it was on like uh, one of the uh, radio talk shows. Um, Busted Open Radio? I don't remember which one it was. But the, the, the news came out that it's coming to Netflix. The first two seasons, um, and then the third season, were halfway through, and Lucha Underground posted on their Facebook a, uh, a photo with, like, I think the the last week in May. I think it was 531.16 was the date on there, which yeah. is re- probably going to be when the uh, the second half of season three will begin airing. Um so there's that. The Netflix thing is good because it gets more eyes on the product. One of the, the uh, no, not even one of the biggest issue with um, Lucha Underground gaining steam is it's being on the El Rey network. It's a blessing and a curse. It's a blessing because they have the, the freedom to do whatever the hell they want. And it's a curse because not everybody gets the El Rey network. And some people have it and they don't even know they have it. So, you know, getting eyes on the product at this point is paramount because right now the, the show's future is kind of kind of hinky. To be honest, yeah, with it you. is. I know that they say that the uh, <clears throat> the costs for the episodes have not gone down, but they're getting more bang from their buck as they right. figure it out over the past couple of years. You know, we've crossed, talked to Krista Joseph. Yes, they got more, much more efficient with how they do it, with their expenditures, with their talent contracts, and what have you. But like you said, El Rey, that is that is Robert Rodriguez's pet project. Yeah. He gets sponsors where he can. And this thing needs money. Netflix has money. Netflix yeah. also has what El Rey has, and that is just absolutely boundless, unchained creativity. Mm-hmm. Netflix just sort of hands you a budget. They do. And says, go. If it sucks, we ain't doing it again. If right. it's great, we'll keep on keeping on. We've actually talked to some people on the uh, the morning show about their, their Netflix deals and some of the shows. We talked to Bill Burr about F is for Family, mm-hmm. and he describes the process on Netflix as quite literally, you are someone of prominence, you have a fan base, yeah. we have money, here you go, and if it works, great. We'll do more, And yeah. I think Lucha has got a small but vocal fan base. Yes. And what I'm, I'm hoping is that they see that there's some, uh, some downloads on this, there's some streams on this, hey, yeah. this thing's got some legs, we know that they're at the end of their rope, let's pick it up, a la a Black Mirror. A la sure. a Gilmore Girls, bring back a Fuller House, bring back Netflix's Lucha Underground, which in that case, could you imagine, by the way, can you imagine on Netflix, on Netflix, <sighs> content is, it's the Wild West. I know. There's nothing to worry about anymore. You can drop fucks, you can have blood, you yep. can show titties, you can go, it could be the Attitude Era with a Bane level of venom injection into it where you can just do, where like guys are snapping arms for real, not for real, yeah. but like special effects to the point where when Pentagon grabs a hold of somebody, a bone is popping through yeah. the skin type shit. I would, I would not just hope in some fantasy scenario that they go to Netflix. I hope Netflix accepts them, gives them a bigger budget, and they take any chains off of yes. how weird that they couldn't get on a basic cable plus network. I mean, it's pretty weird. It's weird, but they're not, they, it's not unchained. 
Right. It does still have some broadcasting guidelines it has to stick to. They're still saying shits and they're still saying stuff. And you know what it's like? It's essentially like um, uh, FX. Yeah. What FX can get away with. A, an right. FX level of, of hard PG-13. I would love to see a rated R. Well, you know, because I have the season pass on iTunes, which is how I watch my Lucha. The the episodes they, they upload to iTunes are unedited. So in that No Moss match with uh, Sexy Star and uh, Mariposa, when she said, fuck no, you you hear that on the iTunes. That was the one F they ever did, to my See, recollection. See, that's great. So yeah, all, that, 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 all the shits that all are the there. But yeah, but you no. do that. Yeah, let it, let, let, let it get salt, nuts. And salt I see bay boobs. it in. Salt bay yeah, it that's in. it. Salt bay, salt bay some titties. All right? <laughs> I am hoping to Ooh, have titties. Taya yeah, like wrestle just completely nude at this I, point. Okay I want that. Taya to wrestle the Max face. Now, and, you mentioned Pentagon, and I'm not sure. See, this is the other side of the coin of, of the future of Lucha Underground being up in the air right now is because their talent for the next season, whenever they begin taping, sometime this fall, allegedly, um, their talent could be drastically different because Ricochet, a.k.a. Prince Puma, his contract with Lucha Underground is currently up. He is yep. not signed on to do another season. Now, he can't do anything on US TV until all current uh until all season three episodes air, which will be sometime in the fall. So he could go to New Japan. He could sign with WWE, although I don't think that's gonna happen right now. His he I'm pretty sure he has a site sets on uh sites set on New Japan, which I think will be really good for him and it'll be good for New Japan, because as we were talking about with Kenny Omega, um New Japan wants to to branch out into a more worldwide audience. And I think if you have Omega and you have Ricochet as your two non Japanese these faces of the brand you're going to do great things i think it's a great idea i think it's a very good idea i think ricochet would find himself immediately close to the top of the heap in mm-hmm. new japan after uh, a little bit of time and he's done work in new japan but does, like an yeah. absolute like mainstay permanent player two-year three-year contract there yeah. i think that's the play for him i right. think that's that that helps that company i think the possibility of a Kenny Omega Ricochet match, Wrestle Kingdom 12 could yeah. be unbelievable. I'd love to see Ricochet and Naito. I'd love to see Ricochet and Okada. Yeah. I mean, I, <coughs> there's so many great matchups with Adam Cole doing stuff there. Or hell, I'd even take it, not I'd take like it's like I'm like he's slumming it. But um, you, you got the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes doing work mm-hmm. over there. Ooh, I'd love I, to see a match between those two. Oh, absolutely. There's so many great matchups for him there with a still quality but thinner talent roster that I don't think he'd get lost in the shuffle of or would have to uh, spend the time in NXT that he may or may not want to. I, I can't get right. in his head. I love that idea. I love it, and I especially love it because I would love to see him live if I happen to go to this damn thing in a year from now. <laughs> Yeah. I would, I would, yes, that, that, that's the play for him. Build up some equity, yeah. build up some desire. And then when you do go to the WWE, You're there's going to be an extra massive. zero or two at the back yeah. of your paycheck that right. uh, you wouldn't had you gone straight from Lucha to Titan. Plus, he is um, dating Tessa Blanchard, I believe, who is in the uh, NXT system. And he lives in Orlando. He was like roommates with Apollo Crews at some point or something, I believe. Um, so, you know, I think he has his sight set on ending his career in WWE. But I think he wants to sow his uh, his New Japan roots before he does. The other big name that is up in the air is Pentagon Jr., so uh, a couple weeks ago, did you read all this stuff about him uh, skipping out on AAA? 
Yeah, I did. I did. He's uh, he, he bounced on AAA. Yeah, he bounced on AAA even though he was under contract. Uh, he showed up at um, I think it was called the Crash Promotion, which is run by Conan um, down there in Mexico. It was him, Daga, and the other guy. I don't remember the other guy's name. Mexican name number three. So those guys are, are no longer with AAA, and uh, as we know, AAA is uh, in a deal with Lucha Underground to provide it with talent. So we don't know if. Um, you know, if, if Lucha will drop the money to get him, or even if it's okay with AAA if he does that. AAA owns the name Pentagon Jr. Lucha Underground owns the name Pentagon Dark, and now he's known as Penta Zero M is his name, which okay. is terrible. Um, wow, so shit ass name. Oh yeah, and and AAA also uh, trademarked Cerro Miedo, which really sucks because that yeah, was, that sucks for you, but that's, that's all there's now. Well, I think that's part of the reason he bounced is because they they trademarked that on the sly without him knowing. I think, which is pretty oh, that's shitty. Pretty oh, shitty. that's really shitty. But I mean, I don't know the details of his contract. If he came up with it while, uh, you know, under contract with AAA, like you kind of kind of like how Vince likes to own everything involving yeah. his personalities. I understand the business side of it. I just don't know the particulars of that uh, specific case. But I don't, we don't know if Pentagon will be on the next season ever or next season. Um, when they start taping. So he's up in the air. I don't know where the hell he's going to go. Um, if he's making a lot of money doing um, U.S. shows. So, uh, you know, PWG, I would love, 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 love to see him in MCW uh, or at least somewhere close by that I could go uh, and see him live again. Um, do you think, uh, do you, what do you think? What's what's the percentage? 50-50, 60-40, 70-30, we get a season four of, uh, of Lucha in its current form on El Rey. I don't know right now. Uh, um, I'm 50-50 on it at this point. I'm, uh, Which seems I'm like it's been worried. the case after every season. Well, except from le- season when they two? announced season three is happening right you know, right after season two ends sort of thing. But That's after right. They season did back one, book in yeah, those things pretty close together. They did. But now, you know, and th- that part of the reason why everybody is so pissed <clears throat> with Lucha is because they didn't schedule any tapings until this fall and people like you know left slots open this summer um to to go out there and film and now they're scrambling to fill fill their holes well gotta have their holes filled well they need to get their holes filled if you have a hole turn to us here at the rough house podcast for a decent patreon donation we will come to your house and we'll fill your holes do you have a hole in your schedule do you have a hole in your drywall do you have a hole between your butt cheeks with a patreon donation of a particular amount reach off to Christoph. he knows my dipping price we will show up to to your house a reach around to chris and a nice up to the balls dunk from schlegel we'd love to stop by and ruin the smell of your living room with a real nice high hard one while we watch some old WCW pay-per-views may I suggest World War 3 it was like the rumble except it sucked that's another idea that we could do it doesn't have to be a uh, a new WWE pay-per-view if you want us to come over on a weekend afternoon and watch a shitty old WCW pay-per-view with you we will fucking do it Bad pay-per-views with good friends. The Rough House Patreon donation. It could either be a real nice sort of something for an up-to-date current about to happen, such as Roadblock or Fastlane or Mania type thing. Or Mania is going to cost you thousands. Just listen right now. (laughs) If you want us to attend Mania, (laughs) it's going to fucking cost you literally $1,000 per person (laughs) to to, to read the email. To read the email. Yeah. Much less. If you write, do you want to come watch WrestleMania with me? I had oh my god okay, I I had a gentleman ask that if if I would come watch a UFC card at his house okay in 
in Fairfax, Virginia. Ooh. Yeah, he offered me fifty dollars <laughs> to drive to Fairfax, Virginia, <laughs> and and I was like, well, uh, I don't. Um, he's like, oh, it's okay. It'll just be you and I. Oh. Like that's not okay to me. Oh, that's not no. a selling point. No, that is the there's, opposite. I'm going to get there, and there's going to be no TV. There's just going to be a tarp and a ton of Lando. Yeah, bricks. that is. I don't want to. <laughs> That's awful. What a fucking terrible. In what worm riddled brain after you ate gas station sushi did you say, hey, this will get this dude to drive an hour and 45 minutes. The promise of watching uh, a UFC. And it was a fight night, by the way. It wasn't even a good one. uh, In my weird rancher out in the forest for $50. Is that the price that a life brings to the table these days? Because I would definitely not leave drawing breath. What if he offered... um up a a uh, a 19 year old filipino female as your uh, accompaniment for the evening i am probably not gonna tell you but it's just it's one of those i, I feel like the audio incrimination uh-huh. would probably like come back to bite me in the butt right now but I said, uh, I said 19 those, you're good for, for those that can patch into our skype <laughs> somehow hack into it I'm making symbols with my hands right now. I got you. Ah. Yeah. So, hey, let's get to what we got to get getting on. Uh, we discussed uh, the apple of your eye, the, the wind beneath your wings with yeah. Lucha. Let's spend a second with mine. Did you get a chance at all to listen to any what happened when? It's okay if you didn't. The new Conrad Thompson, Tony Schiavone, WCW podcast. I skipped around a couple uh, a couple minutes. I heard like maybe 10 minutes of somewhere in the middle um, talking about, uh, and it was a Goldberg episode, talking yes. about um, just the lack of uh, people having direction with what's yes. going on. That was and, the theme of the show. Right, and, and the worry, you know, uh, Conrad asked Shivani if people um, were opposed to putting Goldberg over behind the scenes and stuff like that. And you know, I, I heard I heard a couple minutes. Um, Shivani needs to clean his audio feed up. It's a little it's a little dirty there. Um, if I'm being technical, uh, as a as a yeah, uh, it'll get better. If you listen to the first couple of episodes of something to wrestle with, not good. They right. figure it out as it goes along. <clears throat> not the same. Perfect great- by any means. Well, there's a great companion episode with the other show with something to wrestle with where they discuss the NWO in the WWE. Ooh. And it's great. I had no idea how much reality and art mimicked one another as far as how much the boys in the back were opposed to having those three guys return. I mean, to, to the point where like Vince McMahon was having to like do backstage votes with the wrestlers where they were being made to shake everyone's hands to where they're being called cancers to their face. It is, man, I love the Goldberg episode this week, but the NWO in the WWE, which I had no idea was only one year after the failed invasion angle. Yeah. Uh, it's fascinating. Well, oh, and then Shawn me... Michaels joined the NWO for Dude, a, a cup of tea. Dude, it was such a clusterfuck. It was so bad. Nash never wrestled. When he right. did, he blew his goddamn knees or legs or quad right. or his back yeah. broke or his rib shattered or whatever. <laughs> X-Pac joined up. Booker T was there. Big Show was in the whole thing. Yeah. It was... It. it, it just listen to them. Listen to, 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 to Bruce describe... Just them trying to defibrillator paddle the NWO, and finally just being like, "This is a disaster. We got to stop." You know what? I can't blame them because it was—it's still one of the hottest, um, you know, properties in the history of wrestling. Why wouldn't you want to capitalize on it? I understand it, was, it, 
but it just it, in in execution it's just impossible to to catch lightning in the bottle twice you know what it is it's it's an old wrestling trope that to me has never worked <clears throat> the new something the yeah. new midnight express the new rockers the new rockers yes exactly uh, the new blackjacks. I don't think there were an old age outlaws, so the new ones, those worked. But essentially, the NWO in WWE was a new mm, relaunched version of these guys. But they do. They, there's a great portion of the podcast. Again, give it a listen. Give them a shout out. Tell them we steered you in that direction. I'm where trying did, to get Conrad on our show. Where did Undertaker um, fall? Was he opposed to the? Oh, yeah. Because I know I mean, he's literally like the everyone. in the locker room. Triple H was the only person, shocker, that mm. wanted them there. Yeah. I mean, it was almost unanimous, except for the amount of money Vince thought he could draw with them. Right. It was it was a rough scene. The Hall stuff is heartbreaking. Oh, the he Hall was deep in the bottle is, at that point. Oh, God. And, okay, the Hall stuff's heartbreaking. The Nash injury shit is eye-rolling. Right. And the Hogan in WCW stuff is... Like, hand over your mouth gasping. A, a quick story before we move on from was that, and I thought I heard something about this a long time ago, but Jericho's girlfriend or wife at the time went into a toy store to buy figures, one of Chris Jericho and one of another wrestler. Okay. Might have been Perry Saturn for all that we know. Did and it you come know how with It did not come with Moppy. It's I believe Moppy was a WWE product. Oh, yeah. So you had these guys making royalty checks based on the amount of stuff that they sold. Right. And that information at checkout digitally sent back to sure. a company. Company set that to WCW. Hey, Chris Jericho gets, you know, 17 cents for this figure. Well, she looks down at the receipt and she purchased two Hulk Hogan figures. It's a Jericho in the box. It's a Jericho in, oh. or excuse me, the uh, uh, Saturn. And then other wrestlers get wind of this, and they start buying figures, and they all ring up Hogan or Rodman. And oh, that stings even more. Oh, my God. Said people were fucking incensed yeah. that you're buying how many of these figures, and they're all wow. just being UPC-coded to be Hogan figures, so the money goes to his pocket, said... It, it, it it's it's a great it's a each episode's great it's very WCW centric just what a disaster yeah oh you know it's another great facet of the what happened when and I feel so bad for him <clears throat> compared to Pritchard he doesn't have a lot of backstage uh, weight or say or hand outside of some producing stuff but Conrad brings stuff to his attention that he didn't know and. You can hear his heart like break three different times in there. He, he he says to Conrad, he's like, "I had no fuck. Are you shitting me? We paid that for that. Oh, we are damn. we we re, we flew that guy on a private jet for what? For and you hear as the podcast goes on, Shivani gets not like angry, but like depressed that I right. can't believe as much as I thought it sucked, it sucked so much more." But the focus is Goldberg, and Goldberg ties into today because yeah. of everything going on with the main event scene, the Royal Rumble, <sighs> his return. And if you do have issues and you have reason to with Goldberg being where he is in the company, the possibilities of him wrestling rumored Brock Lesnar for a title, wrestling possibly Kevin Owens for a title fast lane, mm -hmm, I believe. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, if you listen to this podcast, it will, like I said in the free Patreon episode, 
it colors in why to a certain contingent of wrestling fans, not all, and the WWE has not done a very good job of reminding them, what an absolute on the same level as The Rock, as Stone Cold, was Goldberg, was the destruction that he caused for a year. Uh-huh. And obviously, like everything that they got a hold of at some point, they took something good, they shit all over it, they right. ruined the streak, they ruined everything, his heel shit was garbage. It, but during the time when he was at his white hottest, it was one of the most phenomenal terrifying, intimidating, more so than Brock. I got to say, what Goldberg did for a year in the late 90s in the WCW uh, universe, both Thunder, Nitro, and Mm Pay-Per-View, was terrifying. He never spoke. He never cut a promo. He had the, the, the quickness and match of an Ultimate Warrior with the ferocity of a Brock Lesnar. And he looked horrifying. And he looked just like Stone Cold. Black trunks, bald yeah. head, but he had the MMA gloves. And frankly, he looked bigger than he Stone t- Cold. He, he looked like He was taller. He was more muscular. To me, yeah. he looked like a more terrifying shoot fighter MMA Goldberg. And I was fascinated. Goldberg was one of the only reasons I watched WCW for some time as the product started to wane uh-huh. at the end of NWO dying off. Goldberg began, and they took it, and they... Eventually, like I said, all things they ruined. But (laughs) I still, as a fan of that period, I have a permanent memory and a permanent appreciation of what he did, which is why, compared to a younger fan base, maybe in your early 20s, maybe, God, you were a child when he had his first big run, Mm -hmm. it doesn't make sense why Goldberg is where he is. And while I do love what Goldberg did, and I am fascinated with the character that that he's back, and I think it's cool... I do think that the WWE has not done a very good job of reminding you of his heyday, which I wonder if it's because of their reluctance to acknowledge good things done by WCW. Right. The streak, the the the, the silence. I, I tell you what I would do. You think they're doing it on purpose? <clears throat> I don't know. I don't I don't think it's doing it on purpose. I don't think they're being spiteful. I just don't think they're I don't think they're doing Sting. it as well as they could. Sting. I mean, they haven't had a lot of luck with some of their big mainstays coming back. I would look to Goldberg for what to do with Reigns. You can do with Goldberg what they're not doing with Reigns right now, to where when Goldberg was in the WCW, you didn't know if he was a heel or a face. He murdered everyone. everyone. Yeah. I mean, and, and Stone Cold did that too, but Stone Cold was like the drunk asshole who fought his own friend at the bar right. and then carried that same friend's girlfriend out to the truck and then powerbombed her through the truck and then Stone Cold stunned the truck. He just, <laughs> But he was just sort of like a drunk, crazy redneck man. Yeah. Goldberg was a weapon of war. Yeah. And you didn't know heel, face, didn't matter. He murdered everyone. Yep. I would love to see them do something like that with Reigns. It fixes a couple of problems. Well, one, he doesn't talk. He doesn't talk, which is great. Gives him time to work on some stuff. Also, Goldberg's promos these days are fucking Orson Welles compared yeah. to the shit that he was doing in WCW. It was bad. Well, they're so longer WCW. than they needed to be. They're still longer. He still has. He had a major brain fart on on that right. one episode of Raw, which is actually kind of sweet. Stop headbutting fucking doors because you're too old and you're going to give yourself a concussion. Yeah. Wouldn't but that don't be hilarious talk. if he couldn't compete be, in the Rumble because he concussed himself head, head, head banging the door? Oh, my God. And then in the 30th spot, Reigns doesn't come down. Just a door. The door that took out Goldberg. They <laughs> Somebody just put mod in the that ring. in 2K17, please. Somebody mod the door that beat Goldberg. <laughs> 
I just looked to what they did with him and the fascination that I had with him. Yeah. And and it would yes, it would be retrofitting something with something that's already done. And you've already heard Reigns speak, sometimes okay, sometimes poorly. Yeah. You've seen him lose already, which is something that Goldberg didn't do. But I think there's lessons that you could learn from him to fix a man that needs fixing. Yeah. And I, I would like them to maybe give him the Goldberg treatment. Uh, let's get to Rumble. Yeah, well, let's get to Rumble. And real quick on Reigns before I know we're going to get back into him, but please, that's a good path for him to go down. But really, the the most obvious path for him to go down is the one his cousin went down two decades ago. It, it's the same. The same thing is happening. It really is. Rocky Maivia, you know, getting booed, die Rocky, die, and then he just. Okay, all right, fine. This isn't working. Let's flip the script, turn him into a, a, a heel who just shits on everybody and beats everybody up. And then, then you get a little, you get you get the natural heat. And then, it, you know, it, it, it's right there. It's right in or front of their this? eyes. Talk to, the, well, let's get back to the NWO for a second. Not a lot of people remember this because I was there watching it. I was I watched the bash at the beach swerve of a lifetime occur. I watched the, the outsiders, not, not the finger poke of doom, the <clears throat> who's the third man? Oh, okay. who's the third man? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yes, Luger, Sting, Savage. Who's the third man? There's the outsiders. Here comes Hogan. Make the save. Oh right. my God! Drops the leg. NWO is formed. What people gloss over about that time, and Cena has gone through it and came in on the other side of it. The Rock, like you said, Maya Via, die Rocky, die. He went through it. Hogan went through a huge yeah. bout of. Fuck this guy in yeah. WCW. People stopped caring. They knew he was still prominent and still had some sway. Sure. But the say your prayers, eat your vegetables, only have sex with people that the same color of you, or whatever his whole thing was. <laughs> that, he, that was it. Nailed it. Was that it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Terry Balea. He's left some voicemail messages. <laughs> he was milk toast. He was room temperature water. People yeah. didn't give a shit. Or not that they didn't give a shit. They were just, just they were over sick it. of them. They were over they it. They were over it. They were really, really over it. And what do they do? They see the writing on the wall. They flip it. Oh my God, the guy has an entire second career. Yeah. Now, we, we screamed about doing that with Cena for a long time. And they, to their credit, they stayed the course with him. They made adjustments, U.S. title, open challenge, had him lose to some folks. He still Cena LOL'd some folks, but they did make adjustments to him. I guess full well knowing that he was about to have a pretty mainstream surge in yes. popularity. Movies, TV shows, USA Today, Today show, Good yeah. Morning America's. I don't see that for Reigns. Mm -mm. I might be wrong. I would have never seen that for Batista back in the day, and now he's in Bond movies and Marvel shit. Yeah, but C Cena is a special kind of of personality. Um, he's he's personable. He's got a uh, he's got a good look. Um, he's quick on the fly. He's funny. Like if you ever and I don't you know I'm sure eighty percent of Total Divas slash Bellas is, is scripted, but Cena is like like he'll he'll hit a punchline and you just be like. Holy shit, Cena just made me chortle. And it, yeah. it, it, the guy is, is full of talent. And not to mention, you know, the adjustments they made to his character. And I think a, the biggest adjustment came um, in giving him competitors that can really wrestle. And as we've said a million times, when, when John Cena is in the ring with somebody who knows how to wrestle, that's when you get the best John Cena. Case in point, his matches with, uh, with, uh, with Punk, Brian, and most yes. recently, Styles, which takes us back to the Rumble. Yeah, I uh, yeah. So in closing here, just for me with Reigns, yes, look to the past. 
just because it's been done before doesn't mean it's trite. There's a reason that there are traditions in wrestling. Yeah. Flip this man. Flip him. You listened to what happened with Seth Rollins. The people just insisted on cheering him. Yeah. He became a face, and there he was. We'll talk about Rollins towards yeah. the end of this thing. Tragedy. Reigns, you've seen what happened at the Royal Rumble, which I do think was a, a very specific placement of oh, him. Oh, 100% troll yeah, which we'll get into that. Well, I have another theory about that. I don't think it was a troll. I think it was. I would think it was for benefit of someone else. Oh no, They're it was. Going to, but it, it it was a troll at the same time. I think we're assigning it the label of a troll. The Roman Reigns. I don't think Vince McMahon is slapping his knee in the back, being like, "Haha, I used a multi-million dollar event to get back at those YouTube commenters." You'd be it ain't surprised. No, it ain't. It is, if anybody that's think it's a troll also thinks that the Ultimate Warrior died and they brought a second one back. No, I don't believe no. that though. Not a fucking chance. It was not. It was not the most expensive prank in wrestling history. Sure was to bring. It was not. It sure it was. Hundred percent. It was. Okay, you can continue to think it was a troll. All right. It, I. By the way, when that video came out, I licked the screen. I need you to know. By the way, Facebook, drank those smart tears. Roughhouse commenters. I was licking my computer screen with every last. Oh yeah. Fired up, spittily fucking comment on that. Yeah, it, it did great for I, our I page urgent. insights. Thank Actually, you. Actually, that was why I was extremely excited when it happened because I knew the comments that we were going to get, and I, 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 be, I thought I took a Cialis. <laughs> I thought I had taken a Viagra. I was. I cannot wait for every single CZW Bullet Club T-shirt owning fan out there to just shove their own arm up their own ass. Yeah. That this happened and it wasn't one of their sweethearts. It tasted good. That was a good night. That tasted good for me. Um, let's talk about let's talk about uh, Cena Styles right off the bat. Oh man, that holy shit! That match was outstanding. That match was that match was amazing. That match was great. That match, and you know what? I, I think this is very unfair. People are comparing it for whatever reason to Okada and Omega. Yeah, and I don't, which I don't was another prominent that. match. <clears throat> it's it's apples and oranges. It is. Uh, and even Omega said that. Um, <laughs> and I think, I, I don't know if Meltzer started it, but he, in his, in last week's uh, newsletter, he even said that, you know, part of it was because it stayed in the ring and it had uh, a little more psychology and stuff. They, they relied on actual wrestling skill as opposed to super big spots like Okada and Omega did. But it, it's it's not fair to compare the two. Um, if anything, you should be comparing it to the match they had at SummerSlam. And I'm kind of torn as to which one I thought well, I felt was better because the SummerSlam one has uh, I think has the edge for me mostly because Styles came out on top. Um, I have to go. I, I kind of want to go back and watch the two back to back in terms of the actual in ring um, ability. But they told. You know, a different story in both matches. The 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 story in the first match, the one at SummerSlam, was AJ Styles <clears throat> is this hot shot and he's coming in and he thinks he's the best in the world and seen as the 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 champ that runs the camp or the face of ones or place whatever the fuck he was calling himself and he had to prove it and you could see in that SummerSlam match Cena getting more and more visibly. Um, 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 just drained. Like, what the hell do I have to do to put AJ Styles away in the Rumble match? <clears throat> a, uh, Cena had something to prove that he could still do it. That he deserved to be the 16-time champ. And and you know the the story told that you know. Whereas in the SummerSlam match, Cena was getting um frustrated and defeated. In the Royal Rumble match, Cena was getting frustrated but fired up. And that, I think, was just a great piece of storytelling uh, for the match. 
Yeah, he did. He didn't get frustrated. He kind of knew I've been here before. Yeah. I had this happen to me last year at SummerSlam. Don't get frustrated again. Don't get bewildered. You've been here. Power through when last right. time you didn't. That's a great observation. And I also appreciated that we have a lot of false finishes these days. That's just wrestling. Yeah. Uh, four attitude adjustments. One off the top row. Yeah, yeah. They- which I thought was great. Um, some really good exchanges of uh, submission holds. Yes. And I loved the the attitude adjustment roll, roll into yeah. the second Ooh. attitude adjustment. I thought it was great. Plus, didn't he break out like a sunset flip? It was, uh, it was like a Canadian Destroyer. Stuff. Canadian Destroyer, yes. He 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 threw in a couple of new maneuvers yeah. in there to, uh, I don't think it's to, to shut up the whole, you know, five moves of doom, folks. But it, to me, that was... I needed to increase my arsenal because what I came to the table with last time wasn't enough, wasn't enough to kill this guy. Yeah. And then here I am, tied with Flair, 16-time champion. I was I was all in. Yeah. I did not mind that finish at all. I no. thought it was well-earned. I thought the buildup was superb. It does look like, though, that the feud is over. It does appear that Styles and Cena are probably not going to meet again for quite some time. Right. With, uh, I guess Cena losing an elimination chamber, possibly. Possibly, probably, hopefully. With them doing uh, the rumor of an Orton. There's all Orton kinds. Wyatt. Orton why a lot of rumors about the, the WrestleMania card afterwards, well, as there always is well, yeah. with a post-Royal Rumble. But That's what makes this part injury, of the year so fun. Yeah, I think this one's doubly, though, because the people in question, some are getting hurt, some have other projects. Some are retiring. Some... Some are retiring. So, yeah, there's there's more speculation what to do. My big concern right now is this rumor floating out there that we're going to get Shane and AJ. Shane and AJ at Mania, <clears throat> I, do, I do not want to see. No, I don't. Not I, at I have all. zero interest in that. Uh, he is a special attraction, uh, as in Shane, McMahon, Shane McMahon, I mean. Yeah. I don't, like, like the Undertaker-Shane stuff, I had no problem with because they're, they're too... I don't want to say freak show acts at this point, but they're special attractions. They are. They are. No one's gunning for a title in that group. Right. They have a little bit of a story wrapped around with that whole what's in the mystery box MacGuffin bullshit. Yeah. That's fine. Use an Undertaker with uh, a Shane McMahon. Use Undertaker with an up-and-coming talent if he wants to do them the favors. But but AJ and Shane, to me, makes no sense well, yes, Shane is going to go and have some crazy spot off of something. Sure. And they will probably have a spectacle of a match. I'm sure, but, but it I, won't be. I, a, it doesn't. Do, no. It doesn't do anything for me. It feels wasted when there's so much other good talent out there he could wrestle against. Well, the, the rumor that I think came out yesterday, as in Saturday, is that um, with what's happened to Seth Rollins and him being questionable for WrestleMania at this point, again, which is a fucking tragedy that we'll get to in a minute, but um, the rumor that I read is that Triple H may be facing Shane McMahon. Which I think is a better match that on I paper take. because that there's storyline implications, there's real life implications. You know, we talked about like a month or so ago when it came out that um, you know, Shane it was the Vice article, right? That Shane and Steph yeah. had legit beef and Shane wanted to take over the company, but Steph and Trips have been groomed to take over the company. So you could turn that into a real fiery um storyline, plus it frees up AJ Styles to be in another marquee main event level match with an actual talent. I would love that. I think that storyline makes sense with Triple H and Shane with behind-the-scenes power. I thought Triple H, Seth Rollins, again, it, it, I've said this before in the past, it wasn't a match I felt like seeing. 
because it's it's what what's that I was excited. For I guess it. it puts a it puts a cherry on that story. Yeah, but the story's but been going on for like two years now, and I know a lot of that time was because time. of the injury. It would have been paid off last year and been done with, but. And I just I could have seen that 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 feud coming to a head. I didn't need it to come to a head at WrestleMania. Yeah, uh, I feel like felt like it had to though. I think they felt like it had to. To me, I just feel like Seth would be deserving of more. I was hoping uh, in the days leading up to Rumble, and unfortunately, no longer with what's happened, was a a Finn Balor revenge tale where he comes right. back to attack the man that took him out for so long. Now, Karma. Seth Rollins is out, possibly questionable sure. for WrestleMania. Uh, let's just get to that. Obviously, Seth Rollins uh, tears his knee up again and, after the cooking of right. clutch. Was that it? Yeah, Joe was trying to wrestle him down to put him into the finisher, and the way he fell. And I, I watched the video a couple times. I, I can't. I'm like pinpoint exactly what if it got twisted or if he just fell on it the wrong way. I'm, I'm Did not. Did you sure. see the exchange between those two? As he had him in the submission. Like a verbal exchange? The verbal exchange. Zach sent it to oh, me, but I didn't listen to it. What do you say? Don't. It's just so sad. It's just, it'll break your heart. He goes, uh, as Joe's got him in there, he kind of leans and he goes, are you okay? And Seth just kind of sighs. I really hope so. Oh, and no. it's And it's just sad, man. It's oh. real. You're just like, oh, this is real. He just, he, he got right back to WrestleMania, know, 11th hour. so bad for him. And just blows his knee out again. Might not be as bad as the last one prognosis tbd but i would hope that if it is somewhat bad you know what i'd be bummed if he missed mania but i'd be bummed if his career was cut short oh yeah by rushing him back too soon just to make wrestlemania yeah give the give the guy the time let him come back and then you got to get a nice feud with him and joe at some point yeah and that would be great i'm and i'm and i know this is probably just the conspiracy theorist in me i'm not a hundred percent sure it's not a work you are the same guy that thinks Vince McMahon spent tens of millions of dollars to troll a bunch of people on Reddit. Here's the thing, it, and I don't know if this is just Joe doing being the monster that he is. Like he's bragging about it on social media, and I feel like when it's a real injury, they don't go so hard on oh, that. Then you must have forgot about Seth Rollins' night after Finn Balor giving up the title promo because he went in on his ass. So remember yeah, Seth? Yeah, but that was bragged. on. That was on. I don't know. I don't know. It's just there's a, there's a bit of a there's a bit of a stink to it to me. No, this is real. Yeah, he hurt himself. <laughs> this is. I don't think. I think you're just having trouble just accepting that it's real. I like, you don't want it to be. I don't want oh, it to I be don't real. want it to be real. Although, but it is. I'm it's just something we got here. You're hoping that it's not, and by God, hey, trust me, I don't feel like paying a month of your rent later this year, and I hope that Omega shows up on Monday, but I know that it's just reality. I'm looking forward and to he, it. I'm broke he has, book. fuck yeah, you're fucking looking forward to that, because it's going to happen over a real nice dinner. Yeah. I do not, at, which by the way, I've changed my mind, the dinner will be Chinese, and the bill will be Dutch. So, suck it. No, it's going to be a very nice steak place. Yeah, it, 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 that bums me out, and it does... That that exchange, getting to the Samoa Joe at the end of Raw, Triple H yeah. calls out his destroyer, comes out, he mangles him up. In that moment, when that happened, not knowing about the injury at all, just that exchange, sure. I was glad that Joe didn't, go, didn't yeah. enter the Rumble. Yeah. Because at the time, the big stink, Roman Reigns at 30, what the shit, he already got his title shot earlier in the night. Right. Why does he get to have one again, yeah. even though it's, because I think, Roman since Reigns. been described as... Uh, he was cheated out of a title shot because of Braun Strowman. 
that's why he was right. allowed to get back in that's for his shot that was taken from bullshit. him. But I think it would have made more sense to me had he been allowed in the Rumble when Strowman was still in the Rumble mm-hmm. to have himself a little a little comeuppance. Yeah. So uh, I do I do truly believe that that Roman was brought down. I think it's it's someone's has, has stated it somewhere. I believe on Cage side that he was brought down full well knowing that people were not going to be happy With, to get Orton the right. face pop. Yeah. Orton's face pop. I think he was a purposefully used proper tool. 100%. But I don't know why that tool couldn't have been used for Wyatt. Yes. That's, Thank that's you. That's my thing. I don't care that Reigns came down 30. Uh, I'm more I'm more like, ah, man, I the, it was it was Orton winning that gave me the nah. Not upset about Reigns. I'm not even upset about you know uh, certain people taking certain other people right. out. It was that Wyatt was really on the cusp of something, yeah. and then no, that should have his, been his, his spot. His, his family member was, so they're gonna say, "Oh, but it was it was for all the Wyatts." The Wyatt family right. won, but eh, but not in, in the record books, it shows the winner of the 2017 Royal Rumble is Randy Orton. Not it's not going to be an asterisk saying as part of the Wyatt family. It's it's Randy Orton. He won. Yes, and if, Randy Orton. If the plan is to do Orton versus Wyatt for a title at WrestleMania, then it makes zero fucking sense why you wouldn't let Wyatt. Well, no, it makes a little bit of sense because you want Wyatt to win the title at WrestleMania and go for big. I understand that. But I think, you know, to help add to the credibility of Bray Wyatt, which has um, weaned and wandered the past couple of years because of their fucking shoddy ass booking, to have Wyatt have a dominant showing in the Rumble and win. And then Orton, you know, win Elimination Chamber, which, again, you would have gotten groans about. Um but I, I I don't know I don't I I can't I can't figure out why why it didn't uh, didn't didn't win that there. Here's why else it <clears throat> also tasted weird to me too was because no one was thinking elimination chamber why it's probably going to take it who knows what's John Cena going to do all I know was that in that moment during the Royal Rumble that John Cena was the champion right and Randy Orton won the title. Yeah. And in that moment, I'm thinking, well, there's your, as it stands, TBD, WrestleMania headliner, Orton and Cena. For the millionth fucking I, time. For the millionth time, which is, we always say, and I've said it more than anybody else, they rewrite their own rules week to 100%. week. 100%. By God, Orton, Cena, Wyatt, and AJ could all miss WrestleMania because of their weird fucking bookings. That won't happen. But they, they have a tendency to just rewrite on the fly. Yeah. But in that moment, Randy Orton won. John Cena's the champ, Orton Cena mania, I don't care. Right. Now I have to tell myself, okay, that'll change. There are pay-per-views coming up. There are Raws coming up. There are live SmackDowns coming up. Everything can change. Looking at you, Daniel Bryan, beating Triple H years prior, making it into the main event with Orton Batista. But Randy Orton is now in the main event of WrestleMania again. And I love Orton's work. And I have, I've, I've always been a fan of the Viper, both professionally and sexually. But I don't, <laughs> I don't think this is, he's had this banger of a year mm. to say like, all right, finally, he's back at right. the top. I don't need Orton there. I don't. I I need I need him there about as much as I need Reigns there right now. Well, not a lot. Orton, Orton's there to put over Wyatt, more likely than not. Which I guess, but goddamn, you just couldn't have Bray win the thing I, and Bray. I'm with you, man. <clears throat> Bray, if, if for the next two months, two and a half months, 
Bray could just wax, wane, wander, and philosophize about, no, it doesn't matter what happens to me. I punch my ticket. I can't wait. He could have played into this so very well. And now he's going to play second fiddle up to Elimination Chamber, depending on what happens there. And don't bank on... I'm not. Everyone's banking on Bray winning. I'm not. Or Cena not... Cena uh, losing the title. Don't. Don't at all bank on that. I think people are like, all right, it's going to be Orton Wyatt, Orton Wyatt, Orton Wyatt. It could. That that match could happen, but not for a title. It might not be. It might not be for a title. I'm telling you, don't be, don't be or, or, or super surprised if goddamn Orton Cena happens. I know. Really, I know. He's still the dude to so many people there. And while we have sung his praises, he's had great matches and stuff. Uh, there are still people that think like it ain't going to be a mania without John at the top. What? And I know the rumor going around there's going to be like a mixed um, tag yeah. with yeah. Nikki, Nikki and, and John, John against Miz and Maurice. With and I, I, this strikes me as a lot of like Meltzer pro wrestling torch insider type uh, message board shit. That the rumor is that at the end of this hard fought victory, Cena's going to propose to Nikki and at Nikki's WrestleMania, and she's going to retire. Just oh god, no one, no no one is going to give a shit about John proposing to Nikki. Except that stinks. Nikki. Except Nick, yeah, Nikki and half of John. Right. All right, and not the financial <laughs> not the half. Fi- yeah. All right, oh, not the half that after she bounces. Down there, are you kidding me? He, Oh my God! Make her sign all the documents. He had to, she had to sign a document to live in his house. <laughs> that sounds like such a terrible, <laughs> terrible rumor. And I hope that's all it is. Is that a mixed tag? Uh, is a rumor. I think. I, I think Cena versus Miz is is good money because Miz has Cena had a versus great Miz year. Is fun. I'd run that. Do back. that for the title. Obviously, they've done it in the past. Do that for a title. Run back WrestleMania. Uh, yeah. what, WrestleMania twenty nine. No, twenty eight. Was it twenty eight? Yeah, because I was at twenty nine. Yeah. T- go. Go ahead. But uh, I'm just I'm telling the rough house faithful now. Uh, all bets are off. Everything's up in the air. And these foregone conclusions of of Reigns versus Taker, right. of Jericho versus Owens, of mixed tag, of Orton and Wyatt. Don't don't start. I tell you, don't write in pen right now. Yeah, because I have a feeling this card's going to look different than what we think it's going to look like. Well, like I said earlier, that's the fun of WrestleMania season is figuring out where they're going. And, and you know, and with Reigns, I think smart money is on Reigns Strowman at WrestleMania. But now, you know, with Reigns eliminating the Undertaker, which is a good way to get your heat. Um, yep. But it looks like that could be the match, and this could be Taker. I know we say it every year. This could be Taker's last match and a passing it could. Of the torch yep. sort of thing. Taker looked like warmed up farts in the Rumble. I know he's got a bad hip. He needs a full yeah, hip he replacement. Hip. He's been putting it off until he officially retires. I think the, the the odds are most in the favor for this year being Taker's last WrestleMania. And as I've been saying for years, I'm fine with it because I'm tired of seeing him carted out, literally carted out. Um so, you know, but I think I think Strowman Reigns will be a better WrestleMania match than Taker Reigns in terms of actual match. In terms of an actual match and and, and hold off for a second for Strowman because we got to discuss him. My my concern or curiosity with both of those matches is that there is a level of ire towards Roman Reigns uh-huh. right now to where whoever faces him is going to be the face. Yeah. It's just the crowd is going to give him a face pop. Undertaker is definitely a face. Strowman is a heel, but, but he's such yeah. a spectacle. People, when they hear that yeah. brawn roar, they're like, all right. Here we go. And this is they up. kind of want to watch. If, I'm, if you're in a real P1 hardcore crowd mm-hmm. at Mania and you do Reigns Strowman and Reigns goes over, 
man, you better you better pull the trigger on making him a heel. Yeah. Because you're gonna piss off a thousand people that that Strowman didn't win. That okay, so no one could take out this guy, right. but your dude did. If Strowman wins, Strowman becomes a face. Yeah. You're, the crowd will swing and make him a face. You better be ready to pull the trigger on making Reigns a heel or Strowman a face. If you have those two double tangle, turn. or if you like a double turn, or if you have him face and beat Taker to make him a heel, because it could possibly be his last match. Yeah. If he's the guy that retires Taker, a huge portion of people are going to be very upset storyline wise. Sure. Like you're the guy that took out our hero. As much heat as Brock got for beating the streak. Exactly, ton of heat. That, that that's not like a, a, a that's not a lauded accomplishment. You're no, now beating up on an old one. man. Yeah. He's gonna be he's gonna be very very hated. So if either one of those are the match, they I would just hope that they steer the ship accordingly the following night and the weeks following yeah. Mania because neither one of those situations make him the next uh, good guy. Cena, good guy. Rock, thumbs up. Our conquering hero. Right. He's gonna be hated. Yeah. Well, okay. We mentioned Samoa Joe coming up, um, who is also who is not Roman Reigns, who is Samoan, and his real name is Joe, but actual yes, actual Samoa Joe, um, Filipino Steve. Yeah, where do you think uh, he's going to end up at WrestleMania? I don't know. I don't know. I know one of the rumors again. We're talking about a lot of rumors today, but I know one of the ones that you read about online right now is that the possibility with the Seth Rollins injury, uh-huh. they're thinking about having Triple H and Samoa Joe, which I was like. That's just look it up. Triple H Samoa Joe is getting floated out there a lot by who? Who knows? I don't see how they get to that right off the bat outside of I I tell you what to do. It's a little too quick to do that. Yeah. Sure. It could Uh, happen down the the line. My idea for Samoa Joe, I go Joe Balor. Reason being NXT history and Joe, you son of a bitch. I was the man that was going to get my hands on Seth. You took out the guy that I've been training to work to get back to, to get revenge on, and you take him out, you son of a bitch. I'll get my hands on on Rollins, but I want a piece of your ass right now. They could focus on a lot of their NXT history. I think the match would be great. I think people are just going to be excited. to. I tell you, and I texted you this. We'll get to Joe. Uh, I don't want to forget about Joe. Do you know who I would love to see? Finn Balor face. You want a fucking barn burner. I would love to see him face my asshole. I would love to see him face my asshole on a live view stream for four ninety nine <laughs> iPay-per-view. I want to see Finn Balor okay. and Neville. Yeah. Finn Balor and Neville. That would be a great damn match. Match up Ryu, Ken, yeah. Burt, Ernie, Crips, <laughs> Bloods, Coke, Shasta. I think those two... Because I'm telling you, Neville right now, I am fire. all in Hot on fire. Neville. He's the only reason to watch 205. Yeah. He is a scary son of a bitch. I can't think of a better relaunch of a character verbally, physically, yeah. uh, maneuvers. I think he, he's, he's changed it. his moveset. Mm-hmm. Neville is on all nine cylinders right now. They match up physically kind of well. Yeah. They're about the same height. I think Balor's got a couple taller, inches. Yeah. Couple inches, but by tell you what, uh, Neville's wider by a couple of inches. Oh, yeah. Is that a WrestleMania thing? I don't know. I don't know how that makes any kind of sense. There's zero story there. There's I pretty much sure zero history there. Uh, at some point, I don't though, know. they were both they were both wrestling in the UK at the same point. I'm sure Pac maybe. and, and um, David had some matches back in the day. And I would love to get those two together at some point. And I'm not sure what uh, Balor is billed at, but um, weight wise, he could fit in the in the 205 category, and you know have him you know 
come back and go for that title and have a big marquee WrestleMania match. Sorry, uh, you know, apologies to Rich Swans and, and Cedric Alexanders and, and, and Noam Dars and Akira Tozawa, who just finally had his first match. Um, but, you know, I think uh, I think that there that would be a, a great WrestleMania match. I think you're right there. No one's, yeah, no one else, all those people that you just named, all fine performers in their own right. They've had the nothing. crowd is dead goddamn silent. Yeah. I mean, just watch Raw. Watch SmackDown. Oh. Whenever you get somebody that's of a 205 size, you're getting nothing from Dude, these people. Somebody tweeted a photo of the Alamo Dome during that Cruiserweight match, and it was like the seats were almost <laughs> three-quarters of the way empty because everybody was taking a piss and getting soda. It's become the new popcorn match. Yeah. It really has. Is to where these garbage divas match back in the day. Right. Like, oh, okay, here comes you know Mindy Mindy versus Lisa Lisa or Kelly Kelly or whatever, a garbage former yoga trainer that they taught a <laughs> shitty lariat to let's go take a piss and get a grinder sure now to me it's the, it's the cruiserweights I, i'm gonna I'm grinder kick now i put together i put it i put aside submarines i put aside heroes oh i I'm thought you were talking about guy. the the gay dating app i 100 percent am <laughs> oh those kind of submarines i gotcha yeah uh-huh the old meat <laughs> sub i'll take a six inch double meat Ooh, option extra vinegar yes and you will be my hero chris get all up in get it, it mike's way I don't think you'll see those two uh, do anything at Mania. This is me fantasy booking. Sure. Getting get to Joe, though. Yeah. Where does Joe go now? What does Joe do? Man, I don't know. I mean, Raw has a bloated bloated roster as it is, but SmackDown is very heel-heavy. So it's kind of damned if you do, damned if you don't. Six in one hand, half dozen in the other there. But in terms of feuds... I mean, I would love to see Owens versus Joe, but more storyline money is on Jericho versus Owens at Mania, which, again, like you said, don't get tied to anything. If they want to, and I'm not sure what Chris's contract is like, um, but if they want to keep the the Jericho thing going for a while and have them, you know, spat with Samoa Joe for a little bit, I'd be all into that. Because even Jericho versus Joe, I'd, I'd be into. Joe is going to be a raw wrestler. Yeah. Joe is going to be, Joe's going to be a raw talent. So we have to put other certain people aside. No Ziggler, Ooh. no AJ. Rusev Joe no would Dean. be out of the match too. Rusev Joe would be dope. Oh my Both God, heels. that would be great. Right. Obviously, Brock and Bill, they're going to be doing their yeah. thing. That's kind of that's sort of a foregone conclusion. Yeah. I, I know I went on the whole. Hey, don't for a title. Who knows? Who knows? Either way, and I think if it is for a title, it'll probably leave with, with Brock. Brock and kind of get him back to sure. conqueror status. And I'm fine with that. I'm absolutely fine with that. I love him as a special attraction. Get him back into his murderous ways. Uh, I wouldn't mind. I I tell you, I would not mind seeing Joe and Reigns. Now, hear me out. Okay. Because Taker and... I had this in my head earlier. I did want to talk about uh, the possibility of a a Roman Reigns-Samoa Joe match. Okay. That you you could have a nice mauling on Roman Reigns where Joe goes a little too far. Right. Which he's already done with Seth Rollins to where you can have him... You can have Reigns... Try and fight back, Brock Lesnar style, but get to the point where the beating goes on a little bit too long. Sure. You can, if they're insisting, okay, now, by the way, I need to say this. Reigns, Samoa Joe, if you, if you absolutely goddamn insist on keeping Roman Reigns a face, right. do this because I feel like you would get some sort of sympathy on him. Just Samoa Joe, you got these two Pacific Islanders. Uh, you get him just to maul him. And I mean, maul him with some comebacks, but really hurt him to the point where it gets kind of embarrassing. Please stop. Please stop. Sure. 
at first people will cheer, but I kind of want a Simpsons stop hitting him. He's already dead kind of situation. <laughs> I, I, I think they would have a fine match. I think technically they would have a fine match. You I like watching Simpsons Roman reference. Reigns wrestle. I do, just for you. Love you. I kind of like, I do genuinely like watching Roman Reigns wrestle. Yes. I don't feel like having him speak. And I think you get two big, nasty hosses smashing into each other. I think that would be good. And plus, Roman Reigns, in the scheme of things, is the much larger star right now. It does lift Joe up into that that atmosphere uh, of someone that would be worth wrestling and would make Joe appear to be a big deal. That would be, that would be a good match. I'd be, I'd be interested to watch that. Um, as opposed to any other big faces for him to mat, uh, to have a match with a mania. I'm, I'm just coming a blank. What? I got one more. Okay. I got one more. If you want to keep them an absolute face and you want to really make Joe an absolute heel, Samoa Joe, big cast, baby, big cast and Samoa Joe could be great. Yeah, I think he and again, Man, re, Cass, this Cass is to really up. outmatched in that though. He is. He's got the size. But he's got the he's got the height. He's got the size. But Joe's got the experience yeah. and the ferocity. And what I would love to see is them do a seriously wound Enzo type angle <laughs> where Joe mauls yeah. Enzo. And the, in the weeks leading up, That's all. let Joe get a hold of. It. I mean, like just snap that, his next up uh, with with Enzo. With yeah, Rusev but it was comical. Stuff. The Rusev stuff was terrible. It was. The Rusev stuff was so poorly done. Do it to this point where it's not funny. I want zero humor. Okay. Remove the humor from it. That's what they didn't do with Rusev. They made Rusev funny. Yeah. Well, he's naturally hilarious. Rusev is hysterical. By the way, if you don't follow Rusev on Twitter and his Instagram, it's so damn good. I know they just did it with Enzo and the wheelchair sort of stuff, but have, have him genuinely hurt or maybe even reference Rusev. Like yeah. you couldn't do what uh, you know. I'll finish what Rusev started, sort of thing. Sure. Really, really take out the little guy, piss off the big guy, have Samoa go over. That'd uh, be interesting. Without those two, who else do you think for Joe? Yeah, or just in terms of mania, Joe. 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 I Man, I'm I'm trying to think of the raw roster right now, and my mind is just uh, it's not working. Who Ellsworth? Oh, oh. Actually, that's SmackDown. That's SmackDown. But damn that. Is he a heel now? Because he's dating Carmella. That is oh so God, stupid and terrible. A, you know what? I love. I love that people get opportunities. I do. I really, really do. But my uh, my stepkid, like he wants to learn to cook. Don't get him a job at Ruth's Crest. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. That's just you get the comparison. Ellsworth. El- I did laugh at Rumble though during the Dean. Okay, I forgive you. Let's get this guy. Let's dive in. Yeah. Let's attack Strowman. Strowman's trying to goad Ellsworth into coming in. Ellsworth doesn't want to come in. Dean Ambrose goes, okay, three, two, one. Let's do this. And then he doesn't dive in. I got it. And Ellsworth. Sorry. Oh, Sorry. Who, just, no, no, please. It who, just who, came who? to me. Sami Zayn. <sighs> That's a great matchup right there. Sami Zayn versus Samoa Joe. It, Chris, it, I love it. It just came to me. Well, hello there. I love it. He's got nothing else going yeah. on. Yeah. What does he have? If the stuff with Strowman is over. Yeah. I can't think of anything else he's really doing. He's just been a goofy little accompaniment to the to Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins, the last thing I remember. It, and that would actually, I think, benefit Zayn more, more than, than Joe. Joe. Yeah. I think it would lift. I think Joe gets a WrestleMania match, which is great. Zayn needs some guidance. I would I would love that. Yeah. I would absolutely love that. What do you think they're going to do any kind of, of big multi-person like um, ladder match for a title like they did last year? 
I sure as shit hope they don't do that like what they did on SmackDown with that tag team cluster. I was waiting for you to come up to that. Oh my god, that was a that was the low point of SmackDown since the brand split. It was not. That great. was one of the most WCW garbage yeah. occurrences in the ring. JBL was saying uncommentary before they went to a seven man announced team because we've been saying for months now they need more people yep. over there. Oh yeah. He said, "I don't know what that accomplished. <laughs> we still don't have a number one contenders match." But goodness, it was fun. No, no it, it wasn't. wasn't. It was super dumb. Yeah. Um, American Alpha is getting into Apollo Crews territory because the crowd gave them nothing. And I mean, that's a shame. Nothing. Because it's, they're great. They're, they've got personalities. They're they've got amazing, amazing charisma and in ring talent, but they're just not, not, they're not, they're not connecting. They need a focused feud um, against, th- there's no super um, heat heel. Tag teams. You have the Ascension. You have the Vaude Villains. Uh, who the fuck else was in there? Uh, Usos, the, the Usos Rhino are the closest Slater. ones. Rhino and Slater are face. And then you got the Fashion Police, whom I love, granted, but they're not going to get the heat that deserves no. uh, an American Alpha match. Would I enjoy watching the match between Fandango, Breeze, and American Alpha? Fuck yes. Without pants on. Are you kidding me? I would love that. But storyline-wise, it makes no sense. Fandango's not getting the a match at WrestleMania. The matches for me are Heat Slater, Rhino, and the Fashion Police, I think, would be great comedy. Yes. I think it would be some great, yeah. fun, physical comedy. I think the SmackDown matchup tag team-wise, I love that the Usos rebranded themselves. Right. And these almost, I'm saying a little Briscoe-y, almost. Little hints of some Briscoe with the the attitude, not redneck, right. but with the camo and the gangster yeah. type of shit and all that. I like the Usos since they have relaunched, but you haven't seen them at all. And American Alpha really are the clean-cut apple pie, drinking milk baby faces that haven't wandered into Kurt Angle annoying territory. The new Steiners. They're, that's exactly what they are. They're the new Steiners. Right. And they that garbage-ass SmackDown thing really showed how little they have utilized the tag teams on SmackDown, which yeah. for the most part has been doing some very good work. When did Aiden English grow a Wyatt beard? When, did, when he's been off TV for three months, that's when. When did Connor eat Victor's family? Okay. He has gotten circus fat. Circus it's depression, fat. my friend. It's real. Connor is sad eating. He eats because he's sad and he's, he's sad because he, he eats. It's a vicious cycle. Uh, meanwhile, Simon Gotch also carbon up. Yeah. Uh, watch that match again if you have it DVR. Do you have it on your laptop somewhere? I'm okay. The one <laughs> breast that is not covered by the strap, his <laughs> the titty is flopping out. It's awful. It's the entire crew. I'm like, oh my god, these guys all look like shit. Well, they look bad. It looks like they're going to do a tag team turmoil match at um, Elimination Chamber. Which I, I is that is that a gauntlet match? Is that the same thing as a gauntlet match? I think uh, I think yeah. I think it's I think it's a gauntlet match. Okay. One team starts, beats a team. Right. Next team comes out. Didn't they do that on SmackDown not too long ago or something like that? I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I don't believe. I don't, if they have, I don't recall. Either way, the final has to come down to Usos versus American Alpha. Reheat that rivalry yes. and, you know, get get the Usos. You know, if the Usos win, I'm fine with that because then American Alpha is, is in chase mode. And that's when they get real fired up and go after it. And it gives the Usos a chance to get some real heel heat by beating up on Chad Gable and stuff like that. I, that's I know they did it a couple months ago, but, it you know, it kind of it fizzled out. So run it back. Why the hell not? You know what I wouldn't mind seeing also, and I know that there's a draft coming up post-Mania, but it looks to be moving forward without giving away too much from NXT tapings. It really looks like DIY and the Authors of Pain. 
Those are going to be the guys clashing for the titles. Right, bring the Revival up. The Revival is just sort of kind of floating in the ether right now. They, they, Without giving anything away, they have interactions in NXT in the title scene. Mm. But it looks like the Revival is... I don't know. Are they primed for a, a, a call-up? I don't know. Uh, I mean, there the matches that they had with American Alpha yeah, were, were amazing in NXT. They were. We haven't, remember, we, 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 we like to wax nostalgic about all these NXT matchups that we can't wait to see on the main roster, and then we don't get them, right. a.k.a. Bailey's first 80% of her time in the in, on the main <laughs> roster. Yeah. Um, a lot of these people, they come up, and they don't get the time, or they don't get the, right. the freedom to stretch their wings and fly like they did down in developmental. I, I wouldn't mind seeing maybe a revival call up. What's the possibility pre-mania of getting Shinsuke? Does he come up? I don't know. Because it's looking like we're getting rude, and it's looking like Hero is going to be the next few. A dude that's it's going to no be no rematch looks for like, Nuck. I, I if there is, I don't want to give away anything, but okay. it doesn't it doesn't appear like there's a whole lot huh. of stuff going on with Nock in that title. Do we get Nock at Mania somehow? Mm. I don't know. I don't know what you do with that. I don't want My to see God, him in Joe if, again. Imagine if Balor confirmed to come back against a mystery opponent in Mania. And then it's Nock. Oof. And you get Nakamura back. Do not you get promote Joe Nakamura at Mania, though? I feel like that's yeah, kind of a missed know. opportunity. I mean, uh, missed, I mean I Mania like sells a, itself. You don't need to, I guess. Mania does sell itself, and I do kind of like the possibility of... Uh, a surprise, a mystery. Now and then, yeah. now and then, it could be. It could be the case. Well, that's the fun hey, of the Royal you... Rumble. Is you don't know yes, who's coming the, the, out. The next. surprises. Yeah, yeah, that's a great point. That thing is all built on surprises. Which there were none. Yeah, let's let's talk about the Rumble real quick. <laughs> you know, we, we we talked about all this. We haven't talked about Rumble. It was uh, a, it was not a great Royal Rumble. It started great. Uh, it started. It was a fun start to it. I thought that Enzo and Cass thing went on way, way too, too long. long. Yeah, I don't. I didn't get that. Why they got to come out and do their thing? Because they I had get to come it. out and People do their like thing. Them. That's why they came out first. But God, it's just it. No one thought for a second Cass was going to win the whole damn thing. So no. Yeah, it started good. There were some good exchanges. There were some really corny ones. That Cesaro swing shit was a low point. That Cesaro swing stuff was really dumb. Uh, I mean, no. That go watch that. That was horrible. He did like what five it, of them in a row or something. Yeah. I'm going to swing, swing. And you saw him like look at the next. You almost hear him go, okay, you're next. Yeah. And then he would drop someone. And then the next person would roll and fall into his arms. Yeah. Over. And that was horrible. Yeah. That was quite. I know everyone loves the swing. It's sweet. It was terrible. It showed. There were too many people in the, the ring. It showcased one of the worst things that always happens, almost every Rumble. People laying the, there for the, no reason. The rest period. Because yeah. everyone's lying there and resting. Right. So he can do this never ending spin yeah. bit which was just terrible yeah, i'm with you on that also <clears throat> oh my god ellsworth's ejection i thought he like broke, was, a, broke his ass bone right there man dude that made me gasp yeah when that was a tough when fall. Braun, how he didn't like gorilla overhead throw him I don't know. the way he threw him and he got his foot caught on the rope and he, his body flings around he lands on his hip mm. and his shoulder Oof. i was waiting for him to start screaming. He's not a big man. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have a lot of muscle wrapped around that tiny little skeleton no. of his. I fully expected him to snap something. Yeah. And uh, the Kofi spot. Oh, God, that was cringeworthy. Oh, how do you practice that? You like, it's just your chest on a big metal pyre that yeah. you landed on. and you. Ha- Luckily, his chest that is was... already concave, or else it would have been afterwards. Yeah, he's already <laughs> got a huge dent in there. 
ah, man, I know he always does something creative to stay right. in. You run out of ideas Eww. after a while. Um, what were some of your favorite spots well, from the Rumble? Jericho, just as a blanket statement, knocked it out of the park the entire match. And he was in for a really long time. I think he now holds the record for most time spent in Royal Rumble matches, yeah. um, which is good for him. I, I loved everything that he did in there. Um, I, I loved and hated Brock Lesnar in there. Because, you know, we've been talking for years about how we wanted to get Brock Lesnar in a Royal Rumble match and just have him murder everyone. Yep. Well, he kind of did, but it makes no sense because it's a Royal Rumble match. You win by throwing people over the top rope. So he threw two people over the top rope and then just started F5-ing people and suplexing people. Like, throw them out of the fucking ring, dummy. Like, what are you, what are you, what are you, what are you Yeah, doing? I didn't get that. I was like, I, I get that you got to maybe soften up. Like, uh, if, let's say if you're Brock Lesnar. was ill in there. <clears throat> I think you got to soften up a big guy, a Zane, right. an Ellsworth, a Neville, a Ziggler-sized person. Lift him, throw him, lift right. him, throw him. If there's like a Kane or even a Baron Corbin or an yeah. Enzo, or excuse me, a Cass, I get having to slap an F5 on him first and then lifting up that bag of meat and throwing sure. him over. You don't want him full strength. Yeah. But yeah, it was weird. He threw out a couple of people and then he starts doing maneuvers on folks. I was like, oh no, just start chucking people out this bitch. Yeah. Do what Strowman did earlier in the match. Strowman to me had 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 the, the he was the highlight to me. I loved the stuff with him and Show. Yeah, and it showed truly how monstrously strong each one of those men. They lifted each other up like sacks of potatoes yeah. over their shoulders. I know that was I know that's 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 Vince McMahon's thing. He loves watching big beef smack into big beef. And that moment, I got it. Like, that was watching two men that had no business being manhandled or manhandling things do it in front of us. I wish show would have lasted two or three minutes longer. Yeah, yeah, it was kind of an underwhelming uh, performance for him. But, you know, like you said, what worked, worked in there. Uh, What else didn't work, um, the lack of surprises, uh, Apollo Crews, Speaking of American Alpha, how about no American Alpha? How about we got Ellsworth? We got Apollo Cruz. Mm-hmm. Well, they're already we a got... champion. Another tag team. I understand not putting tag teams like that in there. That I get. Um, but Apollo Cruz was a wasted, a wasted tag spot. teams or tag team champions. Either. I mean, because we got we got all members of the new. I know, day. and I didn't really like that either. Uh, although with the new day, they they're kind of special because they have the freebird rules. So one of them could hold a singles title while the others, you know, go for tag team gold. But I, I wouldn't have wanted, um, you know, uh, Aiden English in there and and or Simon Gosh because you're not believing that either one of them, aside from their hilariously terrible uh, position on the roster, that either one of them is going to go for a title without the other one. Enzo and Cass, uh, that one, you know. Was I think Enzo was going to win? That was a wasted spot as well. Sure, it was comedy. What about to see Cesaro him get and uh, Cesaro Sheamus? <sighs> there, I mean, there were a lot of tag teams. I know, in this thing. and that, I feel like it was a waste. They, we had no returning <laughs> um, legends that we usually have. Yeah, no legends, nothing. Uh, people thought the possibility of an angle, but he's probably not medically cleared. Finn was was, was medically clear. checked, was not cleared. Clear, yeah. I, I mean, the only surprise we had was Dillinger, was, which wasn't a surprise. Was Dillinger at ten? Because yeah, which we. Well, I'll not say it was a surprise. We all hoped. It was a hope that came t- true. Well, it was a fire they were uh, putting out before it started, is what it was. Because that crowd, especially after the, the NXT the night before, they would have they would have turned early in the match if, if Dillinger had not come out at number 10. Why not, why not more um, NXT guys, too? Fuck uh, if I, I know. I, I get, 
I mean, I remember Rusev came out mm-hmm. years ago and then went right back down. Yeah. Well, I don't think Dillinger's had- staying up, sadly. No, I, I think Dillinger goes right back to NXT. Although, I think, as a matter of fact, Dillinger you're going to see probably in the title picture in NXT at some point. I, I'm okay with that, but I think SmackDown could use another mid-level face. I think he'd be good at that, but, you know, it's whatever. Yeah, it was it was a it was a an odd, not I'd say odd, but it was sort of like, okay, well, I guess these are the players. These are the people that are here. And they did wait till the end to start rolling out the big guns. Basically, from the midway point on is when you got your Brock, your Goldbergs, your Takers. Actually, from twenty, yeah, at the very end of it, you there was a, it was a it was a hot start, a hot finish, love it or hate yeah. it, and a real lull in the middle. Yeah, it was real cool. And you know, when, you know, and I like watching it with a group of people. I was over Derek's house, and there was a bunch of us there, and we there were more groans than cheers when music, people's music hit because like ah, uh, because it just seemed like a lot of wasted spots. And I know, you know, you never would have thought that um, you know Rick Martel would have won a, a Royal Rumble back in the day, but put in just a wasted spot for somebody you know is not going to win. I. If, if it's not for comedy, then then why do it? And I'm looking at Apollo yeah, Crews. I keep harping comedy, on Apollo Crews because he's just worthless right now. Um, because they Or Kalisto. How about Kalisto? You don't see Kalisto right. and expect him to win. What about Jack? Okay, Jack Gallagher, which called him Gallagher. Thank spot. you. Thank you, Jerry, by the way, uh, the king, who called him Gallagher. Right. No one corrected him because you're saying it properly. He's a comedy spot. Yeah, I think it should be. it should be okay. This is some humor. This is a feud. I wouldn't mind seeing two guys back-to-back that have a hatred for each other, one right after the other. Like, I thought it was a great placement for show coming out after Strowman cleared out everyone. I was like, okay, that's a perfect placement right there. This guy's riding high. He's feeling himself. Oh, shit, here comes Big Show. Uh, But, yeah, you can fill some spots in with some surprises. I would have loved loved to have a Hogan I think now that apparently Hogan's back on really? good terms with the company. You want to see Hogan Something in the like, Rumble? Hell yes, I would love to see oh, Hogan man. in the Rumble. That would be such a pop. Holy shit, the pop would have been amazing. His return to the company. Yeah, but then he would have thrown out a bunch of people that we liked. He would have thrown out Jericho, and I would have spin-kicked the TV into oblivion because I'd be pissed. I would have loved that. Oh, my God. Have Jericho pissed off the next night? Because Jericho is obviously not going to be a mainstay player in the company for forever. That actually would have been amazing yeah, at Hogan throws. Hogan throws. Oh, I would have loved that. Oh, my God. Hogan throwing him out would have been great. And then you have a young gun go and throw him out. There you go. Roman Reigns, you mean? Yeah, have, have that would have Oh, if well, if you want a heel, you want you need a, a young heel to throw him out. You don't want a face throwing him out. I mean, do we do we need to get back to WrestleMania 18? Probably one of my top 3 matches of all time, Rock and Hogan, uh-huh. truly the best. That was go back for the for the younger Roughhouse listeners, go watch a match that consists of headlocks. Yeah, there's very little wrestling in that match. And it is to me, a better match than Okada and Omega. From a from a emotion standpoint, yeah. Rock and Hogan WrestleMania. Goosebumps. I could watch that and still get goosebumps at how well those guys work together. They didn't do a ton of shit, right. but they did more than most with what they did. I want to see Hogan attempt to I would love to see him try a four foot. I would love to see him try the ricochet double moon. Oh my God. That's a terrible idea. I would love to see him attempt to do a shooting star press onto a man doing the double moonsault onto Bertha Faye. (laughs) Into Bertha Faye. 
into Bertha Faye. He wears a singlet made of dildos. Something that kind of worked. They they were a couple um like actual storyline callbacks. The one that really sticks out was the Xavier Woods Bray Wyatt interaction where somehow mysteriously Bray Wyatt still has a little bit of control over Xavier Woods just for oh, a split yeah, second. I forgot about that. That yeah. was fun. I was like, okay, all right. I, that, that I kind of dug. Um, but you know, the, the lack of surprises, the lack of NXT call-ups, the just grown worthy um, sort of moments. I, I thought that the Royal Rumble match was probably my least favorite match of the night. Um, the, I, I, yeah, because there were some good matches on that yeah. card for a card that was filled with so many matches. Oh my God, there were so many matches on this thing. Not really. Um, there, if you not, if you don't on, count on the, if Rumble you don't card? count the pre-show, there were not many matches. I mean, Royal Rumbles in the past have had two matches and then the Rumble or three matches. You had one, two, three, four, five matches and the Rumble. Some of on them the went main twenty card? minutes. Yep, Cena, Styles, Neville, Swan. Owens Reigns, Charlotte Bailey, and um, that's it in the Rumble. Oh, you had the three. You have two of those matches. Actually, one went fifteen minutes. Charlotte Flair. Yeah. One went twenty-five minutes. Kevin Owens. Uh-huh. One went twenty-five minutes. John Cena. That's a lot of shit. That's a lot of matches for that thing. And three three pre-show matches. Well, if, I'm that's not counting the pre-show part. because the pre-show is the pre-show. I'm talking about my experience watching, and and, and it was only a two and a half hour. Uh, Pay per view. It, it was over by or it was over by ten forty. So if it, like, let me let me look. Oh, wait, to no, prior started to at seven. Let me go to, so let me go three to, and a half hour. Let me go to Royal Rumble two thousand. Let's see how many matches were. Well, on there there card. weren't like network pre shows back then, so that's why that's what's beefing it up is they put three matches on the pre show. Yeah, you had you had one, two, three, four matches total, including the Royal Rumble. You had, uh, yeah. This is this is this has to have the most. I would I would somebody Look tell me I'm wrong year. that this has this has the most matches. Yeah, I'm God. I'm looking at this. Let's go to go to 2016 Royal Rumble. We had approximately, yeah. They only had one pre-show match and then one, two, three, four main card matches. I, I didn't. It didn't seem like a lot to me. Oh, this was this was very. Packed night, not a long one, but a packed one. Well, I mean, of, what's, of what's wrong matches. with that? You did, there were no, you know, aside from how you feel in the cruiser weights, and I enjoyed that match. There were no, like, you know, oh, I, I can. Well, miss you know, this you're going to get a long ass rumble. You know that after yeah, but, all that, but once once it hits, like, even if I'm sitting through four matches and then the rumble hits, I get, I just get rejuvenated and excited because it's the rumble match. Who's and there's so many questions. Like, I, I get, yeah, I get like who's going to bore it. the shit out of us, and how long are people going to lie around? What? And oh, here Kofi does his stuff again. No, I, I mean, rumbles for the most part for the past five years have been shit. But they're they're exciting because of that level of um of 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 anticipation and expectation and and waiting for a surprise. Granted they didn't give give us any surprises, but there was still that level of, you know, once number 30 came out and I was then I was then I got tired. Then I'm like, "Okay, just end it." But just But you so you've had you've had you've had Orton win year prior to that. Triple you H. got Triple H win. Yeah, before that was Reigns. Reigns before that, and then 2014, you have. Um, yeah, I mean, we, we've, we've hit a. Sh- if, if anybody's excited about the Rumble these days, you have the memory of a fucking eighth. Look, I, I mean, they've sucked for five it's, years. It's the it's the uh, allure of the match itself and the way it's pulled off that that gets me excited. Maybe I'm on an island here. I don't know. And then I, I, the Rock won the year before that. 
I mean, th- yeah, The Rock won the 2013 Royal Rumble. Oh, is that how he got his rematch with Cena? Yeah. The year before that, Sheamus won that one. Yeah. I mean, the, the Rumble ain't been great, the match itself, for a long time. To anybody excited about the Rumble is thinking me. is thinking 95 HBK. Uh, well, maybe, yeah, I, I always do because I'm excited <laughs> for the matches leading the up to Rumble. Rumble. But I don't get, like, one of the reasons I didn't get, like, I, I didn't, you know, knock my retainer out when I got pissed off about Reigns was that, like, who was expecting the Rumble to really be great? Like, does, does no one remember the past five Rumbles I w- have all stunk? I wasn't expecting to be happy with the winner. I was, ex- I, I just, I, I get sucked into the, into the Royal Rumble match as, you know, every 90 seconds or so somebody else comes down and, and it's, you know, it, it's fun. It's fun. The Royal Rumble is a buff. You know what the Royal Rumble is? The Royal Rumble match itself is the golden corral of wrestling matches. There's a ton of stuff out there, but 25 of it's going to get you sick. All right. And 26 might make you shit your pants. And then the wings are not bad. And that chocolate wonderfall is worth dipping a slice of pizza into. Soft serve. But for the most part. Yeah, that's okay. There's some soft serve. But then there's the weird green bean shit with the white gravy. No one knows what it is. Yeah, but you got to eat it. When it's the Royal Rumble, they shove a spoon into your mouth every 90 seconds full of stuff. I mean, it's just not a good match. I I, it's, I, I, chime in, OG538, because I, I, I enjoy the wrong, Rumble match. That I would love to go back. I don't enjoy the outcome. I enjoy the match. I think match. you enjoy the anticipation. I do. That's I what I'm trying to tell you. I enjoy the anticipation. <laughs> yeah, of- but every year, look at your comments. Look at their comments. Everyone hates it. But but it So you love the you don't love the Royal Rumble. You don't. You love the anticipation of a Royal Rumble. It's like looking forward to getting home to the man that beats you. He's gonna fucking hit you. But for some reason you remembered that second date you went on where he took you to friendlies and paid. But it was ten years ago, and for the past eight years ago, he's beat the shit out of you. But for some reason you're just excited to come home and have him kick the snot out of you because you remembered so many years ago when you met him at that roller skating rink, he brought you flowers that he definitely stole from the Mars next door. <laughs> you're excited to come home to a man whose fingers are literally snakes. He's a half snake man. You're coming home to the snake clan, okay? And the one guy that wears the snake head in Lucha the Underground Bora. is like uh, yeah, and I'm gonna I'm gonna vibora these fingers up your a hole because they're all little vipers, Randy. Yeah, I'm stoked for it every year. Yeah, it's a pretty good it's a pretty good time. I get excited. <laughs> the Roughhouse Podcast is a weekly podcast featuring one guy whose radio dreams came true and another guy who failed miserably at being a successful broadcaster. Follow us at Roughhouse SGW on Twitter and Facebook.com/slash The Roughhouse Podcast. Become a donor to The Rough House at patreon.com slash The Rough House Podcast. And check out our videos at youtube.com backslash channel backslash capital U C E G J 2 1 N lowercase W capital G lowercase K capital P M lowercase L capital D N 7 lowercase C 3 lowercase R lowercase F U V Q. This is the, the Rough House, Rough House uh, podcast with Justin and Christoph. That's it. Fuck Christoph. He's terrible with his information. Okay. Hey, this is The Rock. Shut your mouth, jabronis, and listen up because this is the Rough House podcast with Justin and my least favorite man on the planet, Christoph. The preceding presentation was brought to you by The Realm Network.